Hello and welcome once again to What's Out There, the paranormal podcast from the Out There Paranormal Group. And a chatting for you tonight on this here podcast is myself, Nigel, and... Myself, Juliet. And you've wrote me into another one of these, haven't you? I know. We're going to do some more ad-libbing. A oh, little bit of oh. pub chat. I've got, I've got no script at all this time. Last time I, I, know, I, right? I had good, some notes it? last time, but I have no notes at all. And You're completely out of your depth, aren't you? <laughs> it's good. fine. This we'll could go, go horribly wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, we've had an interesting experience recently. Well, we've had two interesting experiences. Yeah, we? and... Um, the reason why we've called this one I'm going on a ghost hunt is because... We went on a ghost hunt. We have indeed. <laughs> we've been on two. As you know, we're paranormal investigators and researchers and uh, I tend to call ghost hunts the sort of things that are arranged for the public to go on where you sort of pay a fee and you can go around a sort of a big venue, you know, mm-hmm. like somebody you wouldn't normally be able to get into. Um, where you've got a group that sort of leads an experience for you. But that's the trouble with these things, because often with venues, in order to get into a lot of the good, supposedly haunted venues, you have to pay a lot of money now. You do. So sometimes it's the only way to get in, isn't it? It is, and you can't actually... Oh, this is a horrible thing to do. I used to call them pay for scares, but mm. um, I've been a bit harsh on them in the past because it's not something that I thought I'd ever enjoy doing because I can't investigate yeah, that's the trouble I with can't, it. I can't run an investigation like I'd normally run an investigation because I've got to account for everybody else that's there. Mm-hmm. I could set up some bits of kit and I don't know what everybody else in the group is doing. No. They're off sort of doing their own thing. Or if there's someone running a, I don't know, a Ouija board session or they're doing a calling out session and I'm desperately trying to do my own thing. Yeah, but there's also the noise as well because when you're doing you know, uh, you know, so-called ghost hunt or something like that, you've got so many people involved and then everybody's moving around in their own groups and doing their own thing. There's no way you could set up any form of a controlled experiment anyway, could you? No, no. Not unless you actually said to someone, I'm going to be in... Well, you couldn't even do that because I'm going to be in this room here because you still hear the outside noise. Yeah, absolutely. It just doesn't work. No, no. Not that I've got anything against them, because I think for some people it's the perfect sort of doorway into paranormal investigation. Well, it is. It's great. You know, if you want to go on an experience and and see some kit and how it's used and and what happens and what some, you know, paranormal explorers do, it's a great way to start, I think. Yeah, it's a good introduction. Yeah. But. Yeah, go on. (laughs) Here it comes. No, no, there's not a but really. Um... We did both sides of the the both sides of the coin. We did. That's the best way to describe. It. We've actually yeah. paid and gone on an investigation, mm. and we've actually run an investigation or yeah. ghost hunt. I shouldn't call them investigations. We've actually been on a ghost hunt and yes. run a ghost hunt. Yeah. We've actually paid for venues in the past. I mean, I remember uh, years back and um, before you joined us, we did Harridge Redoubt, but that mm. was with some other groups. And we'd all sort of club together and hide the venue, but it wasn't an organised event. We got to do our own thing. Although you could still then think in the evidence that you've got could be compromised by the other groups that were moving around the venue. Yeah, we did, we did a, a theatre in, in Norwich, which obviously we have to be careful about the name. But yeah. again, that was one when I was with you guys. Um, yeah. We did club together, but again, there was a lot of people moving around and things like that. We could hear other groups coming. There was one yes. when he was, there was one guy who was very loud, wasn't he? He was shouting to his group, come on, let's get this thing going. Whoa. And yeah. you're thinking, oh, for goodness sake. I know. Yeah. I know. And um, 
Media Castle Rising as well. Same oh, thing was, again. Yeah. Where we hired it with uh, another couple place, of groups. Though. Yeah. Castle Rising Castle in Kings Lynn. Um, for those of you that don't know it in Norfolk, look it up because aside from the paranormal activity and things like that, that you know people uh, say is haunted. It's such a beautiful location to visit, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah, yeah. I mean, a... it, it really is quite interesting. Right. And, you know, the history is interesting of it as well. Oh, it's... God, it, it is a fascinating place. Yeah. I, you know, I'd love to go back there with just us. Oh, yeah, wouldn't that you know, be amazing? To have the place to ourselves. And go back down into the oubliette. Where you <gasps> had your spooky, scary oh, experience. Do you know, that is another podcast, but we'll have to talk about that on another podcast. Yeah, yeah. when people really sort of say, amazing. what's the thing that scares you the most? And it's that the one that immediately one. comes to yeah, mind for you. Isn't that it? is it's, the one. It's and the it's... one thing that makes you think, oh my God, well, it's, I remember it's that. something that I, could, I just couldn't explain. No. I, I could not explain it, but... We, we will save that for another day because that Indeed. is an interesting one. It is one. a very interesting mm. one. So back to... Ghost hunting. The ghost hunting. And as, as Nigel said, we've, we've done both. So we've done um, being a paid member of the public and gone on a ghost hunt to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And we've also um, hosted... It was a charity event. Um, so we hosted a paranormal event as well, um, which was... It was interesting. It was interesting. Uh. Yeah. So let's start. Let's start with the one that we did, the paid. Okay. As, as you know, um, paying customers of a paranormal event. And what did you think about it? it was Actually, it was quite interesting. It's not what I was expecting at all, I have to say. It was yeah. at the Wyndham Museum. Yeah. And it was December last year. Mm. I mean, we were, we were going to talk about it at some stage anyway, but actually this is now the perfect opportunity because we've done both sides of it. We can sort of throw the two together. Um, we turned up, and I honestly thought it was going to be one of these ones where um, things were sort of run for you. Yeah. So I would turn up and they'd be like, oh, we've got this, we've got that. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. We're going to do something here, we're going to do something there. But what it actually was, the group that were organising it, a group called Chasing the Spirits, um, another local group, actually what they do is they club together and get people into venues so they can actually investigate a venue. Mm. So it wasn't an organised yeah. ghost hunt. And I'd got completely the wrong end of the stick. Mm. So eventually you go in and you can do what you want to do. But I wasn't prepared to go and do <laughs> Well, that. sure as heck I wasn't either. <laughs> but I tell you what, what I liked about it is they kind of said you can go and go wherever you want to go, have a look around. There was a lot of freedom to it. Yeah, there was. So yeah. there wasn't any structure to it at all, no. which some people would like. But I actually liked the freedom of being able to go around and do our own thing, which was quite nice. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like was... The fact that there was too many people, so you couldn't do any form of a proper investigation. It, it no. was impossible. I did tune in. I did, um, as a psychic, pick some things up. But, again, it was very difficult to do that. Because yeah. I was being distracted all the time because of the noise and what other people were doing. And people traipsing in and out and, and that kind of stuff. So, it, it was near on impossible. But... As an experience, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And it, you know, it, it's a way, 
to get into venues that generally we just wouldn't be able no, to afford. No, we wouldn't. I mean, probably wouldn't even consider it because I didn't well, know no. that, that the museum actually ran things yeah, like that. So yeah. that was quite interesting to be able to actually do that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd gone prepared. I've got a head full of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm gonna do, and it then, never happens though, does it? Never did, no. You get so annoyed with me on investigations because you're like... I would say, Nige, Nige, come on, I'm tuning in, get the camera up. And he's like, oh, God, no, I haven't got it out of the car yet. Will you just stop? Give me a chance and to I'm get like, some kicks I can't out. stop. I can't stop. They're not performing sales. They just come and then they go. It's like herding cats with you, though. <laughs> it was you bad. get so it's fed up bad. with me. It's bad enough when you get everybody together and I'm trying to herd you I all know, together. I know, but, Oh, that's you a nightmare. I'm so, where are you going, Jules? Come, come back here. We need to do a piece of camera. Oh, there's something going on. Oh, for God's sake, where's she gone now? It's hilarious. I'll chase after you like some bloody lost puppy dog <laughs> with the camera going, what are you doing, Jules? I'm going to say something because I need to take this. People don't want to see this. Oh, this is so, it is, I mean, it, it it's great when we go and do that because you do sort of go off and then yeah. eventually we get some sort of sense of order out of it. We yes. manage to get some things going. We do. But it is often the case that when you get to something, some somewhere and, and something just kicks off, you are gone. And I'm like, oh no, not again. There's you with your microphone making sure it's the right way round and fiddling with your wires and oh my God, the camera isn't working. Where's the battery? Oh my God. <laughs> it's in the you case know. that I'm not taking it out yet. <laughs> I've got nothing put together, nothing all good. Oh, honestly. I do put pressure on you, don't you? You do put a lot it's, of pressure on me, yes. I can't yes. help it, though, yeah. because as soon as something happens, it, I have to say, oh, gosh, I'm picking up on this, or this is happening now, and, you know. The spontaneity works really well, though. That's the thing, with it? Because yeah, it does catch yeah. us out, but in the end, we do we do get some amazing footage. Cause we do, yeah. I do actually have the, eventually have the camera in my hand, and it is working. I yeah, can do yeah, something. Yeah. We've had some really interesting stuff, Get some we? really good stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because we've got that control over it, we can do what we want. Mm-hmm. Although... Sometimes when you watch it, you think it's bleeding chaos. <laughs> well, it is with us, isn't it? It does, but then... We... But that is, that is with a paranormal, a genuine paranormal investigation. You don't know what's going to happen. No. So you really just have to go with it, don't you? I can't police it because I don't know no. what's going to be there on the night. We could no. turn up and there's absolutely nothing at all. Well, we could turn so up. And... How many times has that happened to us where we've gone and done a location and there's naff all there? Yeah. And we, loads of times. It's like, oh, should we should we go down the pub then? Yeah, <laughs> nothing, go the nothing's going to happen. Well, yeah, yeah. Th- this yeah. is the thing, isn't it? It's and, so quiet. It's not going to kick off. And then we have other things where it just goes crazy, and we can't explain it, and things happen. Yeah, and, yeah. You and you're know. trying to work some kind of order into it, but you can't because then it's yeah. another event after another event after another. And you're just like, this is absolutely insane. Absolutely. You know, we weren't expecting this at all. No. But, but I, I absolutely loved getting back to the Wyndham thing. I absolutely loved that because it gave us the opportunity to have a look inside the museum. And it, it Wyndham Museum in Norfolk is, is a very interesting little place. It, it is, yeah. It really is. It, it's a little niche of, of history in, in Norfolk. And I found it quite fascinating. And it's got things like the jail and things in there yeah. and various bits from World War Two as well, which is obviously your forte. And World War One. Well, this is the interesting thing. Yes, let's, let's touch on some of the things that actually... Because we've not gone through the experiences we had there, which yeah, is quite no. interesting. Because yeah. we we're not sort of fed this one back, have yeah, we? No. It's um, Wyndham Bridewell Museum. The Bridewell is actually a they're little prisons, mm. basically dotted all about Norfolk. Where if you've got a a small misdemeanour, 
you would serve time in the bridewell, normally doing hard labour of some kind, um, picking hemp or breaking rocks. So what rocks. era was, was that? You're talking about from, I mean, I think that bridewell there was opened up in the late 1600s right. or went through to the 19th century. I think mm. it was turned into... Um, police station or magistrates court at the end of the eight, uh, end of the nineteenth century. Okay. So, but it was mainly for I think it was women. I think it was women's bridewell. So they had sort of lots of women in there. Mm. If you can hear a bell and purring, it's not me. Um, it's <laughs> it's my cat Izzy that likes to make an appearance every so often on our podcast. Izzy the ghost cat. Again. So excuse the background noise, folks. Well, it's just Izzy. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. Used the prison for small, for, uh, using a prison for small misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I think it was mostly women, from what I can remember. Yeah. But we went down into the basement bit where there was, was the recreation of the cells, and that's where it really started, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was really interesting. And there's a well outside, wasn't there? That I picked something up. You knew someone had gone down that well. Yes, I know. Well, I was picking it up, and we had um, an historian there yeah. nice lady that was very knowledgeable and she actually confirmed that didn't she she did yeah mm, which was quite interesting it's lovely um when you get things historically confirmed to you when when you do this kind of thing and you, you tune in because you never know what you're gonna get yeah and it, it's lovely to get that confirmation of, of somebody that knows the history that can come back to you and say actually yeah you know that that you're bang on or actually no you're talking crap yeah <laughs> I'm good at talking crap. But it's way, the way you were saying about it as well, because you said it wasn't like, oh, um, they jumped in the well. You said no. there was a fight. Yeah. And they'd had a fight and someone pushed someone. They yes. pushed them and they went down the well. And yeah. then when we said to the historian lady, she said, actually, mm. there was a circumstance where that happened. They'd had problems out and in, they used it as an exercise yard but out the back. They're doing some of the work and they'd had a fight and mm. one of them had got pushed and gone down the well. So, yeah. Very interesting. Didn't kill her, it? but... No. Still went down there, which Very is, I suppose, that experience, isn't it? Remembering going down there. Oh, yeah. And they had a, a mock up of a brush factory. Oh, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. Didn't they? Because yes. a local brush firm had gone out of business and they had all the works from this brush factory. They're sort of talking about local things that happened. And um, we we're in there and we're walking past, and what did you say to me? I can't remember now. Was it a smell or something? Yeah, burning. Yeah, 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 that's right. Can you smell that burning yeah, smell? Yeah, yeah. And I said, no. Yeah. She said, it's a really weird burning smell. So that's like, right. Like yeah. wood. She said, no. You said, no, it's it's an odd sort of metallic-y burning that's smell. That's right, I remember now. Can't figure it out at all. So yeah. we stopped and we got the meter out and another couple of young ladies had stopped with us and it kicked off, mm. didn't it? And you got hold of somebody called Victoria. Yeah. Asking the questions and... I mean, I know it's a K2, and people say, K2, meeny, 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 but mm. we had checked the vicinity. There was nothing else there. We never had our When we got the K2 on. out as well, we, they're in that room. There was nobody in that room. No, it was just us. And it us. was only us two. So for that, whatever it was, five or ten minutes, yeah. we had our phones off. Yeah. So, you know, there, there wasn't anything, and it was a large enough area, so... Even if there were other people in another room, it wouldn't have impacted it. Well, that was point. We had it pointing away from us, well. So when we stood yes. on that that unit thing that was there, yeah. the pitch burner thing, as we found out later, yes. <laughs> which, which is the thing that was giving off the burning smell, which we yeah, didn't know right. what the hell it was. No, and never we were, seen one before. Yeah, and we were talking about somebody called Victoria who'd mm. come up, mm. and again, the historian lady confirmed it and said, "Yeah, they." regularly had accidents using this pitch thing where people would get burnt quite yeah. badly burnt by it as well that and that's really what you're picking up on wasn't it the fact yeah. that someone had got burnt did we by find this thing? out about the name i can't remember 
no, we didn't. We went sort of looking to see if we could find it because there's pictures of workers at the place, but they no, didn't have their names underneath, did they? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't it's have their names on there. So it'd be interesting to find out mm. if uh, Victoria was part of that, whether there was an injury. Yeah. Um, with Victoria, because yeah. that would be very interesting indeed. But it was the, the the lovely thing about that was the fact that we we stood there and things were going on. Then those two ladies joined us, mm. one who'd been on a couple of investigations, and one it was her first investigation. Yes. And it was really nice to get them involved. It's lovely because they really they really enjoyed it. And they said they're saying, yeah. "Oh, you've got things going on," and we're saying, "Yeah, we're doing this calling out." And they started asking questions as well and watching it get responses and. That was actually quite nice. It was the fact really that you lovely. Sort of get... just to also just to give them that flavour of what an investigation is. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. yeah. Away from these, you know, dare I use the term pay for scares, but, you know, just to give them that little bit of time. Shush, Izzy, we're talking. You know, it's, it, yeah, I yeah. think it, I think they really enjoyed that. Yeah. To oh, be it's good. It's very, very good. Yeah. Um, it was, the thing that got me with going around was there was everybody doing their own thing yes and there was some weird stuff going on oh i know you had out in the foyer bit at the main reception when you came on they put a ouija board on the desk as you went in and they were all doing their ouija board yeah, thing I weren't they get which in we that. yeah we walked no, right we away from away, we, we did yeah there was another bit as you walk around they had the sort of display up uh, and they were talking about sort of Wyndham history and they'd got a shop front there mm. and they'd got cat balls on the floor there that they were all sort of using weren't they <laughs> Yep. And I'm like it's, it's 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 every sort of thing that you see and various investigations was happening in this yeah, place. Yeah. You know, they were downstairs. They were calling out and recording it. They were doing the Ouija board. They were doing the cat balls on the floor. Everyone there was, was table tipping, wasn't there? I think did they, they did. They think they did do some table yeah, tipping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was just the classic things that you would expect to see on yeah. one of these organised investigations, where or on TV or on TV, <laughs> you know, where they're sort of setting these things up. And we were just wandering around, just doing our own thing, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. Just chatting, watching what was going on, just mm. taking it all in, really. And it was lovely to meet new people as well. Like, it was, yeah. Because we met some really lovely people on that investigation. Like, you know, some of the investigators as well were really nice. Yeah. And it was it was just nice to, to know some new people. There wasn't anybody. That's the good thing about it was no horrible people on there no, was there no everyone was really really nice they were quite willing to talk to you about what was going on oh, and what yeah. they were doing yeah. you know it was not what i expected at all and they were respectful of the fact that we did not want to get involved in we draw table tipping mm. as well yeah you know because you do get certain um people that can get a bit sort of off if, oh, why do you want to do say, that? Yeah, yeah, if you say I don't want to be involved, oh well, why? What you know? What is your problem? Mm. And they were quite respectful. I said, fine. You know, this is what we're going to do. If you don't want to be part of it, that, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. And they were quite happy for us to to go off and do our own thing, which was fab. Yeah. You know, quite frankly, and I enjoyed it. I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. It was nice. Would I say it's suitable for a paranormal investigation? No, I would not. No, to be honest, you couldn't. What do you think? No, because of the, because of what was going on there, um, I'd had ideas for controlled experiments that I wanted to run, and I couldn't run any of them. No, because there's absolutely no way that I could actually validate anything that I was getting because I could not say. I couldn't say it was a group out in the front doing the Ouija. I couldn't say it was a group by the shop front playing with the cat That's balls. That's the trouble. You know, yeah. I, if you hear that background noise, you hear someone say something. I couldn't then say, well, actually, that's paranormal because it could quite easily be. One this the is the groups. trouble, and you have to have to be able. I uh, can't believe I'm saying this, being a psychic, but you know you have to have some form of control 
when you do a proper paranormal investigation. Yeah. You have to make sure you do a sweep of the location, find out where everything is. Yeah. You know, um, make sure there's nobody else around as well because any noises or anything can influence all this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, look at the energies, the natural energies that are emanating, any electrical energies that are emanating from a location as well, hence why we always do a sweep. You know, anything like that, you have to have a controlled environment yeah. to do a true paranormal investigation. And there was no way, no way on, you know, a pay for scares kind of thing that we could have done that, to be honest. No, no. So yeah, you're right. There we are. That's that's Nigel and Juliet's. I just conclusion. want to say one thing else though, Ooh, yeah. because what, there was what, another what? bit that really. What's that? This is what I love when I work with you is because you oh, you God. you do stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah. We were down in the basement. Yes. And you said to me, "There's something in that chair." Yeah, I remember that. The wheelchair. Yeah, that was an old-fashioned wheelchair, wasn't it? Yeah. You what said, era was that from? Well, this is what I'm going to say. You said to me someone was strapped in that wheelchair. That's right. And they didn't like being in the wheelchair. Yes, I and they were getting quite stressed yeah, about it. I remember that. We asked the historian where that kit had come from. Yeah. And because I said to you, why is he getting stressed? And you said, I don't know. He's just like, he's not happy, really not happy about being in that wheelchair. He's scared. Yeah, He's that's scared right. of something, yeah. really scared. You yeah. said he's quite frustrated. That's right. I we, that. we found out that those wheelchairs wheelchairs came from the Red Cross Hospital, which is across the road, who looked after patients in the World War One, some of whom were shell shocked. Mm. And you were saying, I said to you afterwards, I wonder whether or not that person you were sensing in that chair going through all that was one of these poor shell shocked guys. Well, it was definitely male. Yeah, um, that I do remember. Um, from that investigation, but I mean, yeah, could have been. I, unfortunately, I didn't get any any names or anything like that, so it's near off impossible. He wasn't in say. a he wasn't in a fit state to actually give you a name, was he? That was the no, thing I think because he was even, just even if even if he was, um, unfortunately, I I didn't pick up on a name. I mean, it, you know, I could I could see him. You know, he he was in sort of the. the, the kind of baggy style pyjamas I'd put him in yeah. and with, with sort of brownish hair and, and terrified. Yeah. Absolutely terrified and, and not understanding why he was actually strapped in. Yeah. And and, and that was the thing. And yeah, it, it was quite sad. It was quite sad, you know, that something mentally had gone drastically wrong with this gentleman. What, whatever it was, I don't know, but it was very interesting what the historian said. Yeah, because about it's that just chair. You've, because you the, could it have been? That's, that's the thing, isn't could it? it? Had <laughs> I got a name, had I have got a name, then we could have traced. Perhaps. I could have. I could have dug back yeah. and probably found patient records for that yeah. Red Cross hospital. Yeah. And we have done that before. We've done that we, before. Yeah, I mean that's that is what we do. Yeah. You but know, unfortunately, unfortunately, he was not going to say. I didn't get a name, unfortunately. So on that occasion. Yeah, possibly, but we don't know, do we? No. We no. just don't know. But it was interesting all the same. It was. So what I'm going to say here is if you want to go and do one of these events, go and do one of these oh, events. Oh, do it. Yeah, definitely do it you know, because it's fun. Definitely do it because it's, it is. It's a night out. It's fun. A lot of them, um, quite often you get food as well and things. Yeah. And you get a break and you get to meet people as well with... Um, similar interests and make new friends. We've made some new friends out of we it. We have, yes. You yeah. know, and it, it's just, 
a fun a fun night out and it, it, it's a way it's a taster of of the paranormal and you get an idea of of kind of how you know some people work on investigations it gives you a little little taste or a little bit of a flavor of it yeah i mean look at look around and see which groups are offering what because they all work yeah. differently oh they do and that's the thing yeah, yeah. We, we work very differently to one group one group will work very differently to us you know it's, yeah. it's just how it is it's like we were discussing um on our last podcast with kieran o'keefe oh yeah when i said to him about can we have some like overall yeah. um investigation protocol that says what you're going to do on investigation you yeah. sort of says it and say do this do this and he said then everybody works differently yeah he said there's no, no there's, fast there's rule. no rule that you can actually no. sort of say you're gonna be able to do this 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 and this absolutely but he is didn't he say he's putting a guide together didn't he talk about that he would did mention it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's doing something like that. He was giving you some that. pointers that you That's can actually right. take with you. So some idea of some things that you can actually do. I know. I want to. See, I at Kieran's book. I am desperate to get a copy of that. You've got to wait for it to come from the United States. Oh gosh. We're going to look at that. Fantastic. We're going to review it actually when we get a copy really of it. We're going to actually to run a review. Yeah. So that's mm. part one. Part two. Was the other way round, flip it on its head, and God help us, it was Juliet and Nigel hosting <laughs> part of a paranormal event for charity, wasn't it? It was indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, it was just the Saturday just gone, yes. and it was at RAF Tibbenham in Norfolk. Now, we love an airfield. Oh, don't we? We absolutely love an airfield. Oh. I mean, we... we started our series ghost airfields we had to put it on hold because of covid and we're rebooting it now and after doing this weekend it's really sort of fired us up again but i just there's something about them there's something really magical there the, yeah. the forgotten history because a lot of the airfields as you guys well know the farmers the you know following world war ii the farmers have reclaimed the land yeah um they've dug up a lot of the old airfields all the buildings you're lucky if you find originals now because a lot of them have come down, which is quite sad. Yeah. There are the occasional control towers left. We've we've found some, haven't we, in previous have, yeah. investigations. Yeah. But a lot of it has gone. But, you know, even if they can rip up that ground and tear away bits, quite often there's still something left. Yeah. There is that essence, that atmosphere, yeah. that person... You know, that's still there. Yeah. Tibbenham's got a reputation for sightings. Um, they've had quite a few sightings of airmen that have been seen about the base. Um, another one that's actually in the paranormal database said that, um, they could hear a tannoy with sort of voices shouting over a tannoy system, which has also been heard at the base as well. Um, Tibbenham is one of these sad bases where the buildings have gone. Yeah, such you know, a shame. There's nothing left of the original buildings. They have all gone. Yeah. But the runway is still there. Um, the Norfolk Gliding uh, Club, who actually have the um, airbase there. They're really nice people Yeah, as well. they've taken really good care really of it. Really nice yeah, people. They were lovely to let us onto them and do that. I mean, yeah. we were raising funds for them to make sure they can keep and maintain the runway, yeah. which is what they're doing. Yeah. And so they keep that... keeping that little bit of history It keeps well. that part of it alive, yeah. which is really, really good. And they were a fantastic bunch of people. Um, we were helping out our lovely mate, Penny Griffiths Morgan from Haunted Histories, who put this one on because her dad is a member of the gliding club. Yeah, really and, nice man. Yeah, and if we've got a chance, um, it's an airbase. 
Would you like to help us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Does the Pope wear a funny hat? Yeah, we're in it like a shot. So we're like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I have to say, Penny, I mean, she went, she worked damn hard to oh put that together. Oh, my God. There, a lot went into that. Even the planning, you know, the way she organised it and the fact she had planned everything and given us a map and... You know, yeah. it, it was, yeah, she did a really good job at it that. It was so well organised. It was. And then you threw us into the mix. Yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Whoops. <laughs> Carnage. What I'm going to say here, you're going to tell me off, because you've told me off because I've said this a few times. Okay. Um, I'm always telling you off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you are my spooky wife, after yeah. all. Uh, I do deserve it a lot of the time, it has to be said. Um, I said we didn't have experience. In these things. Yeah, I told you off for that. I know. Because, because we have got loads of experience. We have got loads of experience. We are experienced investigators. Yes. We've been... Yes. Um, I've been investigating since 2005. You've been investigating since, what, 2008, 2009 with us? Yeah. So we've been we've been about a while. Yes. We know what we're doing when it comes to an investigation. Yeah. We just don't know what we're doing when it comes to... <laughs> To, to yes, throwing it to open to the public to organise an investigation. Organising you've invest- got you've got experience in events. Yeah, I'm an ex marketeer so I've got oodles of experience in in marketing events for a product or, or selling something. But actually doing an event for the paranormal, yeah, we don't have a lot. Of we don't have a lot of experience in. in. No. no, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was. We um, I had a few ideas of what to do. That's one thing that I knew would I wanted to do that would work. And um, we started the ball rolling with, with my idea. I'll go through that in a minute. And the rest of it was just like, basically, we winged it. We did. Let's be honest. We did actually wing it. Yeah. And it's a terrible we do thing that to all say. The time, we do we? Because that's how we operate. Yeah. And it works. It does work. Yeah. So the way it worked out, Penny's got four different locations around this base and we're to stay in one location and the groups of people that are actually on the event get moved around these different locations. So we'd have group one, then group two, then group three, then group four. And the first group we had, we sat them down. Oops. And (laughs) how many of you have been on a paranormal, a paranormal investigation before? How many people put their hands up, Jules? I oh, know. <laughs> Not one. So <laughs> oh, it's the blind leading the blind then. We're thrown in straight <laughs> in the deep end with four people. Thankfully, the others mm. that were supposed to be there hadn't turned up or they yeah. cried off. Yeah. We're with four people who've never been on a paranormal investigation no. before. Being spoken to by two people who have never done <laughs> a paranormal event before. Yeah. And but it worked. It worked. It actually, it actually worked. worked. And they enjoyed it. The they did feedback enjoy it. was... We got some very positive feedback, very positive. which was nice. So we obviously did something right. What we basically did, um, I had a video that I'd made a while back for um, an investigation we did at Rough and Control Time. I'd used some of the video on our DFM uh, Station 142 video. It basically shows you how an American uh, Air Force guys will go out on a bomb run. So it starts with the sort of planning it and having a briefing while the ground crews are loading up the plane. So what I did, I played this video and I sort of did a running commentary over the top of it in my own style. <laughs> Which actually wasn't that bad. It's really I did, good. I did, it's good. I knew what I was talking about, so I was on safe ground with that. So I thought if I can start with that, yeah. that's going to ease because I was very, very nervous. 
You didn't come across. I know, but it I got myself really into, didn't come across. Got myself into such a state beforehand. You James. were flapping as you usually do, flapping about with the wires and this and the projector and that. But once it was up and once it was running, you were off, and it was great. Yeah. It was really, really good. You're absolutely fine. And you engaged everybody. Yeah. They were all engaged, and you know, I mean, I loved that video. Absolutely loved it, and it brings some emotion into it. It makes people feel what happened and, and what these poor guys went through yeah. during these bomb runs. It's what I wanted to do. I wanted to give that sort of idea, give you that impression of what it was like. Yeah. Because they don't really... You're there with this... You're there at an airbase mm. and you're looking for woo ghosts. Yeah. But who are these ghosts going to exactly. be? Exactly. They're going to be these guys, these, you know, average age, 25-year-old men yeah. that Some climbed younger. into a plane, yeah. Mm. Climbed into a plane... Went out across to yeah. Germany. Suicide mission. Never came back. No. You know, and it was when you were looking at the, st the statistics of what happened to some of the guys that went out to that base. Oh, gosh. Yeah. When they first started operations out of Tibbenham, you had a one in two chance of coming back. That's frightening, isn't it's it? It's just scary numbers. Absolutely scary numbers. It's just, you, you, you can't imagine what they must have. I mean, in the video that you showed, you know, um, it was showing them all, you know, doing the sign of the cross and everything yeah. before they got on the plane. And you're just thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, these young men. Yeah. They must have been terrified. Yeah. Before, but they still went. They, yeah. They did it for to give us the life and the opportunity that we have now. Yeah. You know, and I think we owe it to these men to do um you know to to show the history and to do these kind of you know when when we did this event there we we were educating people or, or you I should say because I kind of stood there like a bit of a nana well no you didn't because you but, came you came yeah. in, once once I'd finished doing my way look yeah. at my video bit and and done my historical I spiel did, out of the top of it you, made you it. then came into your own because you then started to do your bit like there's, there's somebody there I can sense them I've got a name and yeah. we work together. We. That's true. We make a brilliant team, you and me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know whether. We're both as crazy as exactly. Whether whether listeners, you get the same sort of feel because we can sit and talk rubbish like this for England. Yep. You know, but when it comes to the crunch and we run the investigation, we make a very good team. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some of the things that you come out of never cease to amaze me. And the amount of support and backing that you give me, even though, yeah, yeah, okay, sometimes you're bossy. Oh, I'm very bossy, I can't you know. be. But then I but need that. you, you I can need equally that. tell me to shut up. Yeah, I know. But I know. <laughs> but I need that, Jules. I need that person to say to me, nice you this, nice you that, do this, have you done that, have you done this? Because then it sort of bang, knocks it back in my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I better do that. I better do this. And I need that element of it. But what I love about the way we work is the fact that you do your thing yeah. and I do my thing. And then we can start to intertwine them. Absolutely. And, and I think work. having both sides of it, people, we're going off tangent here, and this is what happens when we do these sort of chats. People will look at what we do and think, why are you doing that mumbo jumbo side, the psychic side? Yeah. Because it's many people out there think that's rubbish. Yeah. Okay, then there'll be other people that'll go across the other side and say, why don't you do more of the psychic stuff because that's far more interesting than the mumbo-jumbo rubbish that you're doing with all these bloody whiz-bang gadgets to go whizzy-wazzy-woo. Mm -hmm. But what I love about us is the fact that we can do both sides of it and throw them together and actually then look at some of the stuff that you come up with mm -hmm. and then verify it on the night. 
Absolutely. Or verify it later when I've done the research. Mm. Because sometimes the instrumentation that we have will do things in conjunction with what you're feeling. That's very true. And and Penny, who organised the event, she actually gave us a notebook, didn't she, on the yeah. night. So we documented yeah. everything that you know I sensed or whatever happened or any noises or anything like that so yeah because wasn't Penny going to do some research she's going to do a write-up I think of the thing she's going to research where we can because we did get names and she'll research where she can and she's going to do a full write-up of it as well so that'll be interesting imagine it'll probably be on a a blog at some stage so So when when that information goes live folks obviously we will um share that with you guys as well yeah we'll share it across we don't sort of steal our thunder and tell you about lots of things but we can tell you some (laughs) of the bits that happened to us Mm. um once we got the video out of the way we then proceeded then to get some bits of kit out didn't we and As you do. I think the great thing is I... We winged it. Yeah. We were never going to do a Ouija board. No way. We no. were never going to do table tipping. We were never going to do the conventional things that you get on a yeah. lot of these organised ghost hunts. Yeah. Because people like that sort of thing. They do. There's nothing quite as scary as putting your finger on a planchette or a glass and have it move across the table towards letters. Mm. Ooh. People love that sort of thing. Or to be on a table and feeling it move underneath your hands. You know, that is that is the essence of it. You know, people love it. It's, it's showmanship at its best. Yes. We did our own brand of showmanship with some of the kit that we've got. Mm-hmm. So we had meters out. We had REM pod out. We had trigger alarms off. We had uh, good old flashy K2. And we had our brand new weapon. Our brand new toy. We love this... Kieran O'Keefe, I'm blaming you for this. Yeah, Kieran, it's all your fault. What have you had recently, Jules? Mm. Have you had your birthday recently? I had a birthday. Now, lovely ladies, what do you think lovely ladies would like to get for their birthday? Now, did Juliet ask for makeup? No. Did Juliet ask for perfume? No. No. Did Juliet ask for lots and lots of jewellery? No. No. What did Juliet ask for? She asked for a forward-looking infrared camera. I did. I did. And do you know what? I got one. So we now... I did. My parents got me one for my birthday and I was absolutely thrilled. It's brilliant. New absolutely toy. brilliant. New toy. Kieran O'Keefe said to us, and we're calling back on him again yep. in the last podcast because it is relative to what we're talking about now. He said, if you're going to get one bit of kit, yeah. get yourself a flare, a forward-looking infrared. And we did. Wow. And yes. on the night, it proved its worth, didn't it? Because it was fascinating. It really was. And what I loved about it as well is if you think you feel a cold spot or a hot spot, you can actually really verify it. And we got some really interesting results, didn't we? (laughs) We had a couple of people who were sitting there and said it was getting very cold around us, didn't they? So immediately out comes the flare yeah. great let's have a look at it. and you could actually see it they were like warm and their legs were green where it was colder yeah and i said to the girl where is the draft and she said well it's around my legs at the moment and i'm yeah. like no wow. look yeah. at that it, you it can was, see it i love it as well when things like that can get verified yeah. scientifically then you've got evidence that okay so what you're saying is true there is a temperature change yeah but then obviously you have to think Okay, what's causing that? Is it a draft? Yeah. Because we had some windows open because it was a hot it night. It was a hot night. We had the windows open. Didn't we? And yeah. the temperature was only... So you, you then start looking at the reasons behind it and why and what could... Or could it be paranormal? Once once you've, you know, gone through every single reason as to what could be causing that draft and you get to a point where there's no reason causing the draft, 
yeah. then you have to look at what it could be. Yeah. You know, but it was it was interesting. It was it was so good to actually see yeah. something that new to us come into action straight away like that. And the other thing I loved about it was when we were saying there was something by the door. I was just going to say that. Yeah. All night long, you could there was something by the door. We'd got this. I picked that up, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go on, William. Yes. You got a sense that this person was at the door. Yes. And he didn't want to come any further than that door. I don't think he could. No. That's, something that's was the stopping impression him. I was yeah. getting. We were in the clubhouse. We were actually at the end of the clubhouse in the briefing room. Mm-hmm. The clubhouse itself was built on top of one of the sites of the original T2 hangars at the base. So underneath that, that uh, clubhouse was all the original concrete. Oh, excuse me, it was all still there. Mm. So we were wondering whether or not he was actually perhaps um, a crew chief or a crewman or an aeroplane crew guy who wasn't allowed in the hangars. Yeah. You shouldn't have been hanging out in there when the guys were actually there, oh, the ground possibly. crew were trying to fix it. I hadn't thought of that. Um, other people were saying, is he a child? Would there be children on the bases? No, and we're like, man. definitely not a child no, because no, no, the reason no. why we don't know he's a child is because once again, Mr. Fleer comes into action. You could bloody well see the outline of that figure standing in the doorway. You could, couldn't you? Yeah. That was really interesting. You could see his head and his shoulders, mm. and he was. Mm. Man height. Yeah. Got occasional flashes on him. He would be there. Yeah. And then he would sort of fade out. And then he would be there. Yeah. That and was interesting. And it was really odd to see that. Mm. Really odd. I found that really fascinating. Because then when you... When I sense things, you know, people can look at me and think, oh, yeah, you know, she's just talking out of a backside, you know. Yeah. Believe you me, folks, it's big enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, not saying anything no, about right? it. But, you know, at the end of the day, people can think that. But when you start having the evidence and you have the tech and the equipment to say, actually, this is backing up because look at this. There is something there. There is yeah. a shape there. There is evidence and that temperature is, is different and it's showing on that camera. Yeah. What is that? And we had... Um, and the, we've got recordings. We have. Me. We had the Trifield EM meter down that end as yeah. well that ticked all night long. And the, the K2. K2 was set off down there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really interesting. And now, the K2 was sound, was flashing on response as well, which was interesting. It was. Later on, and the last session of the night was the most fascinating. Oh, one, when, we really played, interesting. when we played Hitler. Yeah. We've yeah, gone, arm, gone armed on the night with things that we thought might set them off. Yeah. So we'd got uh, Glenn Miller. It didn't really do anything. No, no. no. it did. Um, got ticks. Got yeah, it ticks a little bit, and that, and then, and then someone said you should dance. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> 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 that ain't gonna happen, matey. Um, we had the Andrews sisters. Um, we playing various bits of pieces, but then I got the sound of a B twenty four bomber, which were based at this site, starting its engines up and taxiing we, down yeah, the runway. We got some response with that, didn't we? When that first started up, that did the K two started responding to that, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So we kept that going. And in the last session of the night, we were just sort of generally doing some bits and pieces because uh, the very last thing in um, this um, event was you got to choose where you'd like to go back to. 
Uh, what the paying customers? Yeah, yeah. And we seriously thought we wouldn't get anybody no, come to we us. We thought we were so crap. We thought we were so bad that <laughs> no one would want wants. to come to us. Yeah. So we were like all set. We walked up back up to the cafeteria bit, and we're all yeah. set. And then Penny ready said, to we're go home. ready to go home." So we'll just go wait and see one. And then no one comes, and so we'll go and pack our kit up, ready so we to go. We were so tired. We were we? knackered. I mean, what time it was about? What two in the morning? Wasn't it? This was about this was about half past one, wasn't half it? When we got to this stage. Yeah, yeah, it was. And um, yeah. so we're thinking, oh, no one's going to want to come down and see us and then Penny's got on like, okay who wants to go down to the briefing room go with Nigel and Juliet and people started walking towards it us was, it they? was just really bizarre there was just like yeah yeah and we, we were very surprised quite a few people yeah well like really you want to come yeah. back down with us yeah right because we honestly thought we hadn't been that <laughs> good nuts and lovely, as it though. turns it out, lovely. they really enjoyed what we were doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, we had some investigators, didn't we? We did, yes. Yeah, some other people that actually nice. been on investigations before. Other people that hadn't. But they liked the fact that we had things happen, but we'd mm. made it inclusive. Yeah. Because we'd thrown everybody into it and saying, here's some kit, have a go with this, look at that, this is doing this. Because we'd made it inclusive, people were interested in coming back and seeing what else we were doing. So yeah. it had been quiet. The session before that had been very quiet, hadn't it? Yeah, it really had. And we're like, oh god, oh, you know, it, it's died right off. Well, it was awkward. I'm not going to make anything up. If there's nothing there, there's nothing there. It's it's the way it is. Um, but you kind of feel this guilt because you have people in a room that have paid a substantial amount of money yeah. for a paranormal investigation. I'm tuning in, and there's naffle there, and I'm just like, oh god. What are we going <laughs> to do? Yeah. And we would have the kit all on and it was all flat and it was, I was just praying for it to finish. I was just thinking, oh God. And I just kept saying, I'm sorry, folks. I mean, you know, this ticks is the odd thing, but really all I'm really getting is, is residual. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to make it up. And I think this is the problem. This is a big problem, you know, with, with TV, with, with, paid events and things like that you're entertaining people yeah you want people to have a good night but you know you can't make things up no you have to be honest and folks if you're going to do these things and you're going to pay for your ticket and go sometimes you'll get lucky sometimes there'll be paranormal phenomena and you'll hear bangs or clicks or whatever but be prepared there might not be anything at yeah. all you know that that is the harsh reality of this. It was, yeah. I mean, we we didn't have a huge amount happening, but we had lots of little. We bits. had bits. Yeah, and it was quite nice because we had throughout the evening we had little bits that we could play on and build on. But you know? it could well be. I mean, towards the end of the night, I was tired. Yeah. I mean, I was really, really tired. I wanted my bed. Yeah. I was knackered. I'm I'm 100 with you there. You were knackered. Yeah. You know and. It could, it could be that perhaps because I was so tired, I wasn't tuning in, you know, whatever, as much as I could do. That's a possibility. But in our location, I mean, I would personally say, you know, it was a fascinating place. Mm. Very interesting. But a lot of it, in my opinion, was residual. Yeah, a lot just of very, it. very quiet, wasn't it? But other things happened in other locations yeah, other, that were more things, interesting so on that airbase. Yeah. But where we were stationed, I would possibly say it's residual. Until the last bit of yes, the night. Yes, indeed. So we're in the last session. And we're doing the usual thing. And we were getting desperate. We were. Naffle was happening and we had Why paying we customers. Did? We had the, we had the, they all came down. We're yeah. thinking, oh, God. Yeah. 
Oh, help. <laughs> we'd set some, we moved some kit around and we had some kit near us this time, didn't we? Yeah. So I'd put the REM pod on the table in the middle that had done nothing all night long. Mm-hmm. I'd left the EM at the other end because it was ticking away quite merrily We had there. trigger objects set up, didn't we, as well? We did, yeah. money. And then money. you just stuck your K2 in the middle of the desk and left That's it right. there. Yeah. And you could just see its forlorn little green light shining there, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, right. And then everybody sat down. This last <laughs> session of all these people that picked us yeah. to come back to, and we're thinking, oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> the last session was dead as a bloody doorknob. What are we going to do yeah, here? Yeah, absolutely. So thankfully, they were quite enthusiastic, weren't they, the last mm-hmm. lot, which made it a lot easier for us. It's lovely, because they were giving ideas as well, and we were trying different things. Trying different things, we? chatting, trying yeah. to get things going. Yeah. And... We'd put, we'd put Glenn on again, hadn't we? Had our little yeah. musical bit. Naff all happened. And then you said, put, <laughs> put them aeroplanes on, because I'm sure when we had the aeroplanes on earlier on, the yes. K2 flash. So I said, okay. We stuck the planes on, and K2. Yeah. yeah. Whip, whip, whip starts flashing. The other thing is as well, I hadn't noticed it because I wasn't paying attention at the time, but the REM pod had gone off as well. Mm-hmm. Just explain for the listeners that don't know what these devices do. Right, sorry. Okay, right. K2, K2 is an EMF meter that reacts to changes in the electromagnetic field around it. Okay, so what it does, it flashes lights. So the theory being that spirit can manipulate electromagnetic fields to actually get them to do things or they can interfere. Yeah. By coming nearer with electromagnetic, because mm-hmm. they're essentially electromagnetic energy themselves. That's right. Yeah. The REM pod um, it emits its own electrical field, and if anything disturbs that field, it sets off an alarm. So it's got a radio aerial that sticks up, and it's got this constant electrical field around it. But if anything moves nearer to it, it just sets off alarm, and it goes bleep bleep bleep, makes a noise, yeah, flashes some lights, mm. squeaks, yeah, like yeah. sweep from the city in the sweep show. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got that on the desk. We've got the K two further down. And it was making little squigs and one light was coming on, but I couldn't hear it because it was so quiet. Mm. But then it was the two girls opposite kept saying to me, your REM pod's gone off. Your REM pod, I was like, that's it? What? I <laughs> yeah. missed it. Look, the K2's flashing. And well, then like, who's got the phone? Have you got your phone on? Is it your phone? Is it what's going on? Wasn't the phones. Nope. So he kept doing it. And he kept resting, and then it went quiet. And then somebody, uh, not a million miles away, came up with the bright idea of actually playing Charlie Chaplin's speech mm. from The Great Dictator, didn't you? Yeah. Which was quite interesting. And that, weirdly, set the K2 off again. It started, didn't it? started it? again, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Which was the most surreal thing. So, oh, okay, mm. you like Charlie Chaplin. Let's and go then you were, further. <laughs> well, you were fiddling with it, trying to, trying to find some... Yeah. Speaking, but war stuff, weren't you? So if I could find some war stuff. Yeah. And you actually came across a German speaking podcast that was talking about Stalingrad that actually had Hitler That's doing right. a speech. Yeah. And we had this thing on and that K2 went right. mental. Went nuts, didn't Absolutely it? Wasn't happy. Mental. Was not happy yeah. with that at yeah. all. And it wasn't the phone because they too far away for it to be the phone, too far away for it to be the computer because that was in the middle of the table, a good six foot away yeah. at least. Yeah. So it's out of the range of the K2. And it was just flashing like nuts it's because of that German. Yeah. 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 Fascinating stuff. Yeah. yeah. So to summarise, Nigel. Where am I going to go with this? I don't know. How can I summarise it? Would I do it again? I probably would help with a charity event again, but I don't think I would ever, ever run a paranormal event myself. No, I would agree with that. It was, honestly, to see the amount of work that Penny put into it, 
how it's hard it was stressful. to organise it. Yeah. The fact that you then got to get people to go because people were dropping out on the night as well. It was well. so hot. It was hot. It people was difficult. People were poorly. People were hot. You know, it was. It, we've had ridiculous temperatures recently, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. But we've never seen before. You know, so that would put people off. And we finally finished at about quarter past two in the morning. And what time did you get to bed, Mister? I got home at twenty to four. And you were not popular with Mrs. Was, H, were you? Not at all, because the next day I was like a zombie. Yeah, you were in trouble. I actually had to go. <laughs> I, I actually went, on the Sunday morning, I went swimming, and that just about finished me off. <laughs> I came back from that, and I'd, just, I'd had my lunch, and I said to Maria wife, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I've got to go to bed. And I just had to go to sleep. I was <gasps> completely done in. Yeah, I can imagine Maria's reaction right. to that. So, uh, yeah, much as I like to think I'm the intrepid paranormal investigator, yeah. I'm really actually am a very old man who needs his sleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same. I need my sleep too. We were I was exhausted, like a zombie. weren't we? Absolutely yeah. exhausted. It took me probably two days to get over that, you know. I was so yeah. tired after that. So tired. So I think the, the best advice we can give you on this occasion would be to, if you'd like to go on an organised ghost hunt... Do it. Go with an organised ghost Just don't hunt. do one yourself. But if you want to set one up and do it, don't do it. Because honestly, it's too much like hard work. Yeah. But we yeah. really thoroughly enjoyed both of the experiences. And it was nice because the charity got some money out of it as well. Which they was did, super, yeah. And they were know. saying about, oh, when can we do We can do this a few times a year. And I'm thinking, no. Oh, do you <laughs> no. know? Yeah. I mean, it's the thing with this. You don't want to sort of kick the heck out of it. Exactly, yeah. Know? It's very easy to do that. Mm. Because the thing about this base was it's never been investigated. Yeah. <clears throat> Not like this. I've never had an event there. So this is the first time they had one of these events. And for it to go well was great. Absolutely. But I can safely say that, nope, running public events is not my forte. (laughs) (laughs) You and me both. Exactly. We will stick with doing what we do the best, you know, which is actually going out and doing our own stuff. Going out, investigating, muffing up with a kit and all the rest of it. Exactly. In our own shambolic fashion, but still getting the results that we do and then sharing it all with everybody because that's what we really love doing. We do, indeed. And we are, I have looked at another couple of airfields. We're going to reboot the project because it is such a good project. Mm. And I've got a couple of really good bases. Have you? Yeah, with some really good stories attached to them. Have you? Which is what we want to be doing. Okay. Sharing the towels, seeing what's there. I'm looking forward to this, folks. Ooh, be interesting. So, until we've next time when I don't know what we're going to do next time, we could have another guest. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have actually got some 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 pretty good ones lined up. We have we indeed. Sneak in. But don't don't give it away now. I'm not going to give it away. Save give it, it away now. Day. I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to say another word, which yeah. will just surprise you once again <laughs> by appearing once again on our shiny, lovely podcast, <laughs> sharing tales with you all. So, thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us, and don't forget, if you love what we do. Please leave us a comment or give us some stars or do whatever you want to do. Oh, please do. Don't forget, if you have a podcast provider, you can follow our channel. And not only do we appear on here, but you can also go and watch us in Glorious Technicolor on our YouTube channel as well. And what is our website? Our website is www.outtheregroup.net. 
and you can find all these things on there. You can also find us right there across social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, oh, we're, we're on everywhere. Insta. You can't escape us. We are everywhere. We are, and we've got some stuff on Spotify, haven't we, as well? We have indeed. You can get our podcast on Spotify. Indeed. You can get us podcasts on Apple Podcasts. It's it's everywhere. We're all over the place, aren't There's we? There's no escape, folks. Out there is everywhere. Out there are out there. Indeed. Indeed. And now we're going to leave you all to it. Time for us to say goodbye until next time. So it's a good night from me. And a good night from him. See you soon. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.